Welcome home to philosophy, where we wonder about everything and anything is possible. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Corey, the Laughing Philosopher. Life is complicated. The world is complicated. And you are complicated. Figuring out how to live a happy, meaningful life, guided by wisdom and reason, is not easy. Is life a game? What is love? Should I fear death? Is this a just world? Almost from the moment of birth, you've been told how to behave, how to fit in, and how to fulfill other people's expectations. You fear that you will lack importance or cease to exist in the lives of others if you think for yourself and question the rules and roles you've been told define you. Wisdom and reason will remove this illusion so you can live authentically in the world around you, find your true purpose, and become your real self. Welcome to episode 92. Is talking to yourself a sign of normalcy or inner discord? The person you will talk to the most in your life is you. The most important conversations you will have are the ones you have with yourself. Whether it's chatting with yourself in your inner voice or verbalizing your thoughts and reflections out loud. Everyone, every day, engages in some form of self-talk. So is it normal to talk to yourself? Yes, it's completely normal and beneficial. Self-talk and inner speech are powerful forces. What you say to yourself has a profound impact on your feelings and emotions and important consequences for your actions and behavior. In ancient times, intelligent men and women isolated themselves in order to converse with oneself and engage in deep, meaningful thought. Siddhartha sat under a tree for 45 days of unbroken meditation before attaining enlightenment. And this followed six years of wandering in solitude after renouncing his worldly life and fleeing his home, parents, wife, child, and friends. Jesus needed a time of solitude immediately after his baptism by John and remained in the desert for 40 days where he fasted and prayed and argued with Satan. For his usual retreat, 
Muhammad chose to spend a whole month living in a mountain cave. He would periodically seclude himself for several nights of prayer. To the philosophical founders of the world's major religions, withdrawal and return for the purpose of conversing with oneself seems to be normal behavior, said British historian Arnold Toynbee. Said Socrates, the first step towards wisdom is to know yourself. Self-knowledge is the chief cornerstone of wisdom. Solitude is the space where introspection, the act of looking within yourself, takes effect. Wisdom, said Socrates, begins in a self-dialogue of self-questioning and self-examination, leading to a full understanding of your true self. Self-discovery is risky and perilous, but a happy and virtuous life is impossible without it. As you reflect on the kind of person you really are, and as you process your feelings and emotions, conversations with yourself, not just mentally, but vocally, help achieve understanding and clarity. Picture Jesus walking and talking out loud in the desert as he contemplated his mission and purpose in life. Imagine Siddhartha arguing with himself over the necessity to abandon his wife and newborn son in order to seek a cure to the unavoidable suffering in life. Muhammad must have questioned himself after being visited in his cave by an angel and receiving his first revelation from God. Conversations with yourself are where you confront your doubts and fears and reinforce your commitment to core personal values. Self-talk strengthens your motivation to succeed and reawakens your commitment to carry on in the face of adversity. In the same way that talking to a friend helps you manage your emotions, talking to yourself is a form of emotional self-control. Talking to yourself in the third person is the most effective way to calm down. Talking yourself down is the best way to deal with extreme and negative emotions. Talking yourself up 
is the best way to boost self-confidence and self-esteem. Without self-talk, you couldn't exercise self-control. You force yourself to keep on running even when you're tired out. You stop yourself from eating even when you want one more piece of pie. You restrain yourself from blowing up in an argument with someone you care for. Marcus Aurelius said, Our life is what our thoughts make it. Conversations with yourself are where you practice social relationships by verbalizing your thoughts and ideas. You express yourself to the other person. You vocalize your feelings and desires. You describe your hopes and aspirations for the relationship out loud. Why might this relationship fail or succeed? Asked why he begged in front of a statue, Diogenes replied, he did so in order to grow accustomed to rejection. Conversations with yourself are where you engage in critical thinking and explore unconventional and non-conforming opinions and perspectives. Self-talk is where you dare to consider and reflect on improper and taboo questions. Why should I go on living? Is Jesus just a legend? My mother is dead, so why do I feel happy? Do I really want to have a child? Conversations with yourself can boost focus and concentration and strengthen your engagement with what matters most to you. From time to time, you attempt things that turn out to be impossible. Risks and rewards must be evaluated fairly and impartially, guided by wisdom and reason. Extreme feelings and emotions tend to obscure the truth. We confuse lust with love and passion with compassion. We go the wrong way to get to the right place. Self-talk can part the clouds to reveal the true sky. Six years of failure and facing death from self-starvation, Siddhartha stopped trying. He decided to just give up. The conversation he had with himself 
must have been heartbreaking, but it was the right decision. Once Siddhartha stopped trying to attain enlightenment, enlightenment attained him. Conversations with yourself are a path to personal growth and development. Self-talk is where you evaluate past actions and experiences and analyze your failures and regrets. An unexamined life is not worth living, warns Socrates. When you stop feeling depressed about the past and anxious about the future, you can live in the present moment. The present, the now, is the only true reality where you will be able to evolve as an individual and give birth to your real self. Engaging in self-talk is an important source of introspection. Self-examination and self-reflection lead to a deeper understanding of your feelings and experiences. In self-conversation, you become a trusted mentor and better friend to yourself. In Hamlet, Shakespeare's world-famous play and most debated work, the title character, Hamlet, speaks to himself in seven soliloquies. Hamlet relates his innermost thoughts and complex feelings by talking to himself. The audience hears Hamlet reveal the workings of his mind without regard to whether any other hearers are present. The audience hears Hamlet, but not the other characters on stage. The most famous of Hamlet's soliloquies is the fifth. It occurs in Act 3, Scene 1. This is the most famous and most quoted speech, not only in all of Shakespeare's work, but in all of Western literature. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, or to take arms against a sea of troubles, and by opposing, end them. Hamlet is stuck in the middle of a complicated situation. His father just died. The ghost of Hamlet's father reveals to Hamlet that his father was murdered by his brother. 
Hamlet's father commands Hamlet to take revenge on Hamlet's uncle, now married to Hamlet's mother. Hamlet is confused and converses with himself about what he should do. He takes his time as he works his way through his choices. Hamlet argues with himself, exchanging views and opinions with himself, searching himself for the right decision. You know what it feels like to be Hamlet, don't you? On a daily basis, you find yourself trapped in complicated situations. Talking to yourself is the most effective way to bring clarity and certainty out of confusion and uncertainty. In our way of life, demand for social interaction is high, and we spend less and less time alone. Solitude is not empty. It is full of answers. Solitude is where you argue with yourself about the wisdom of your past choices in order to fine-tune your future desires. It is where you are free to face up to your mistakes and regrets, learn what you can, and leave them behind you. Talking to yourself is a door to introspection. Only in solitude Disconnected from the social world, are you able to achieve uninterrupted focus in order to argue, discuss, and debate with yourself? The most effective way to learn something new is to explain it to yourself. Self-discovery means Rehearsing your knowledge and experience outside yourself in order to achieve something new inside yourself. Too much social interaction can be destructive. The right amount of solitude is beneficial and necessary. Too little talking to yourself can be destructive. Just the right amount is necessary in order to achieve greater clarity about your dreams and aspirations and to align your life with these priorities. Society prefers to reward conformity and discourage individualism. You're expected to think, behave, 
and interact in conformity with other people's rules and expectations. Almost from the moment of birth, you're told not to wander outside the fences surrounding you. Don't go astray. Good fences make good behavior. Talk to yourself. In order to tear down the fences between what you are told to desire and what you really want, open borders permit a stronger sense of individuality and self-awareness. In conversation with yourself, your individuality can shine free of the eyes and ears of other persons and free of the fear of judgment and criticism. And so, is it normal to talk to yourself? Talk to yourself in order to tune in to your inner voice and be guided by your own wisdom and good sense. Talk to yourself in order to think things thoroughly through. If you can't clearly explain something to yourself, don't expect anyone else to understand you. Talk to yourself in order to reinvent yourself. There is always a new version of yourself growing inside you. Talking to yourself is how you bring it to life. Talk yourself out of a drop in motivation by facing up to the resistance of others and resurrecting your self-esteem. Talking to yourself, you can tap into your wisdom and good sense. Explore ideas, find answers, and solve problems. The most important person you will ever talk to and the most important conversations you will ever have are with yourself. So be your own best friend and pay attention to yourself. Comedian George Carlin said, I'm not talking to myself. I'm having a parent-teacher conference. Thank you for listening. I hope you will take what you've learned and be a better person. Think for yourself 
Question everything, accept nothing that does not agree with your own reason and good sense. And I promise you, despite its sham and drudgery, you will get on pretty well in this crazy world. I'm Dr. Robert Corey. Until we meet again, be good. <laughs>